in spite of the fact that we've had rain showers here for the last hour, we've got a good crowd on hand, and people are out in the stands, and overhead, for the first time since we've been to the ballpark, it's blue sky, and a good time. Now Chief Nakahama comes out to the pitcher's mound as he leads the Atlanta Braves on the field. Nakahoma. I hope, hope he's not doing a rain dance out there, Lindsay. And now he takes off to the right field area where he goes behind the home run area and mounts his stallion and takes off for his teepee located in the home run area out in left field. Taking a check of the other scores in baseball in the National League after a game and a half, after an inning and a half, it's the Dodgers 2, Pittsburgh nothing, Pato Steen against Steve Blatt. The end of one half inning, Montreal nothing, Houston coming up, and again against Tom Griffin. Now the Chief taking his ride around and back of the home run fence over to his DP getting a big hand. Only game scheduled in the National League. A lot of action scheduled for the American after one and a half. Kansas City won. The Yankees nothing. Cleveland beat Milwaukee eight to four. Boston top Minnesota five to one. At the end of three, Chicago five. Washington two. Baltimore at Oakland and Detroit at California. And now from Atlanta, Georgia, our national anthem. by six and a half games with a 34 and 16 record. 
Washington in third place. They're at an even 509 games out. Detroit fourth, Boston fifth, and Cleveland in sixth place. And now after a delay of about 50 minutes, this ball game about to get underway as Tommy Agee steps up to the batter's box and here for the play-by-play, Lindsey Nelson. Thank you very much, Ralph Cannon. Hello, everybody. It's Pat Jarvis out there on the mound now for the Atlanta Braves. He has a record of five wins and three losses. Against the New York Mets last year, Jarvis won two and he lost none. His lifetime record against the Mets is four wins and four losses. He has complete game victories in his last two starts. One to nothing over the Dodgers, five to two over the Phillies. A.G. is in and waiting now. Batting average of 239, seven homers, 14 runs batted in, and the first pitch is inside for a ball. On the coaching lines, Eddie Yost is at third, and Yogi Berra is at first. The official delay, 42 minutes. The delay was 42 minutes. Now the pitch, and it is swung on. One and one, the count to A.G. with Bud Harrison waiting on deck. The Atlanta Braves with an infield of Orlando Cepeda at first, Felix Millan at second, Gil Garrido is the shortstop, and Cleve Boyer is around at third. Rico Cardi in left, Tony Gonzalez in center, Hank Aaron's around in right. Here's a 1-1 pitch, swung on and hit in the air to back a first in foul territory. Orlando Cepeda's over, and he muffed the ball as he tried to make a basket catch, and he's charged with an error. It rolled a few feet away as Cepeda got back on the foul pop, tried a basket catch, and the ball dribbled away from him. So he is charged with an error for prolonging the time at bat of Tommy Agee. Cepeda muffing the foul pop. Agee comes back, steps back into the batter's box, still alive here with a 1-2 count. Tillman's the catcher, sends out the sign. Here's Jarvis under the motion. Curveball hits about two feet in front of the plate. Lindsay, this time of night, as you well know, it's twilight time, and anything in the air is difficult to pick up, and Cepeda had to track through a lot of water, and then when he did finally get the ball, he didn't seem like he really had it in sight. So A.G. is up there now with a 2-2 count. And here's the pitch. Swung on and foul back. It's out of play. Jarvis is 29 years of age. His major league record, 55 victories and 38 losses. Last year he won 13 games for the Atlanta Braves. He had a record of 13 and 11. Curveball at it. Popped up down the left field line deep and coming over is Cardi, but he can't get to this one as it goes up into the stand foul in the left corner. Cardi was sort of flushing his way across because there are great areas of standing water, not only in the grass part of the outfield, but in the warning track as well. And so Cardi was sort of sloshing his way over, but couldn't get to that foul ball that landed in the feet way down the left field corner. It's 330 feet to the foul pole down there. The count holds at two and two. The pitch is high and it's out full now at three two to A.G. Last year in the season series between these two teams, the Mets won eight games. Atlanta won four. Then the Mets swept the Braves in three straight games in the National League Championship Series. Playoff pitch swung on and fouled back into the seats and out of play. So the count continues full to Tommy Agee. 
last night's game was rained out. It was called off about 4 p.m. because it rained most of the day. To the contrary, for most of the day today, it was clear and the sun was out for part of the afternoon. Here's a payoff pitch. Swung on and hit in the air, fouled on the right field line out of play. Goes over across the Braves' bullpen. The count continues, three balls and two strikes. The Mets starting tonight with a record of 25 wins and 24 losses. Two and one-half games back of the division leading Chicago Cubs. There's a foul ball. It's back and out of play. A.G. fouling him off and staying alive here. There was batting practice tonight. The rain didn't come until after the batting practice, which washed out infield practice. Again, Jarvis takes the sign. And here's the pitch. Swung on it on the ground to short. Gil Garrido is up with it. He goes across to Cepeda in time and is one away. So as he grounds up, people who care don't litter. The people of Rheingold care. They ask you to keep America beautiful. by the way, 10 members of the AG family here tonight to watch Tommy play. They're seeing him play Major League Baseball for the first time. His mother, Carrie, is here. His sister from Birmingham is here as well. Now Bud Harrelson's up. Switch hitter, batting left. Pat Jarvis with a pitch hit on the ground. Deep shortstop, Gil Garrido up and over and not in time. Harrelson beat it out for a base hit. Bud Harrison has completed his military obligation and is here for the remainder of this trip and the remainder of this season. Cleon Jones is coming up. Harrison starting the night, by the way, was hitting 269. Cleon Jones is hitting 214. He has one homer and 19 runs batted in. He's had 12 base hits in his last 27 times at bat. He's had eight hits in his last 14 times at bat. Cleon Jones. Harrelson is the runner at first. Cepeda holds against him there. There's one man out. Jarvis sets up and checks. Pitch to Cleon Jones. And it's low for a ball. Art Shamsky has moved out on deck. First night in time, Harrelson is back. The free agent draft got underway today in New York, conducted by Commissioner Bowie Kuhn. That pitch is in for a call strike. It's 1-1. The New York Mets had the 23rd choice, and the New York Mets selected as their first draft choice George Ambro, A-M-B-R-O-W. He's 6'1", 190-pounder, 18 years of age. He's an infielder from Poly High School in Long Beach, California. He hit 460. He has a good arm. That's the word on the Mets' first draft choice. Here's a swing and a miss. One and two now to Cleon Jones.
No score, and the Mets are batting here in the top half of the first inning. It's their second game of the season against the Atlanta Braves. Night before last, the Braves won by a score of 4-1. to one. Jarvis looks in, has the sign. Harrelson takes his lead at first. There's a throwover, and Harrelson's back. One and two is the count to Cleon Jones. Pitches it on the ground to the right. That's going to go through for a base hit. Harrison is turning second. He's on his way to third. The water slows the ball up. There's no play on him at third as Aaron just now gets to the ball. Henry Aaron tiptoeing around a little now going back to his post out in right. As the ball barely got out of the infield before coming to a stop back there in the water. It's a waterlogged outfield. It's a base hit, of course, for Cleon Jones, who holds it first. Runners at first and third, and Art Shamsky coming up. Shamsky has a batting average of 324. He has five home runs and 20 runs batted in. So the Mets are making a bid here in the top half of the first inning, with runners at first and third and one man out. With Shamsky at the plate, Kenny Boswell moves up on deck. Jarvis with a pitch. Swung on and foul back into the seats and out of play. It's strike one. Donald Davidson, the veteran baseball man who is the game director here at home and the road secretary when the Braves are on the road, was ill night before last and missed the ball game, but Donnelly's here tonight. He's been in charge of these proceedings as far as getting the game underway in the rain and the weather and whatnot. Runners lead at first and third. Pitch at a fastball high, and it's one and one now to Art Shamsky. Atlanta Braves have a record of 28 wins and 19 losses. They trail the Western Division leading Cincinnati Reds by six and one half games. One one pitch. Let up, and it's popped up. At first base, Cepeda calls for it. He's near the bag, moves up to the edge of the infield grass and makes the play. Runners hold, two men are out. Shansky popped up the changeup. Now Boswell will be the batter with two away. Boswell's hitting 280. He has two homers and 15 runs batted in. Boswell's a left-hand batter. Back now to get a handful of dirt. Moves back in. Harrelson's the runner at third. Leon Jones the runner at first. Jarvis with the pitch. Fired in for a call strike at the knee. It's strike one to Boswell. Ron Swoboda is on deck. There is no score. Mets are batting in the top of the first inning. The game got underway after a 42-minute rain delay. Now the pitch swung on and hit in the air down the left field line. It's slicing over into foul territory. Cardi can't get to it. It falls down there. Out of play. So the count goes to two strikes on Boswell. 
He hit it right down the line, and it sliced away off the bat of the left-hander over into foul territory. No chance for Cardi to get to it. There's a lot of space, as we've mentioned many times, to chase foul balls in this ballpark. Stands are back from the foul lines. The general contour of the stadium is circular. Jarvis looks for his sign. Sets up. Runners lead first and third. Two-strike delivery to Boswell. And it's on the way. Runner at first goes. It's outside. Jones goes to second. No throw. That is his fourth stolen base. Leon Jones moved up. It's a changeup outside. So it is one and two now to Boswell. The Mets have two runners in scoring position. Jones at second. Harrelson at third. Fourth stolen base of the season for Cleon Jones. Now Jarvis turns to work straight away. Bends forward to take his sign. Into the motion. Here's the one-two pitch. Fired and hit high into the air to right field. And in the heavy air, Hank Aaron is there waiting and makes the catch for the out that retires the side. Fly ball to right field off the bat of Ken Boswell. Though it is no run, two hits, no errors, and two left in the middle of the first inning. The score is New York Mets nothing, and the Atlanta Braves coming to bat. For the finest in Italian cuisine, visit Mangino's restaurant at the south end of Saratoga Lake. The fine chefs at Mangino's prepare your meal with the greatest of care. Your order is never prepared hours before and set aside to simmer. It's prepared just when you order it. Your dinner might take a little longer, but good food cannot be hurried. And at Mangino's, those extra few minutes are well worth the wait. Italian foods cooked precisely the way they should be, or American cuisine featuring steaks, chops, and seafood that is sure to delight the most hard-to-please taste. Mangino's Restaurant is easy to reach, located on the south end of Saratoga Lake on Route 9P just two miles from Route 9. If you're planning a party, call Mangino's for their special party menu, and they'll be glad to give you complete details. Try Mangino's Restaurant, the home of fine foods on Route 9P at the south end of Saratoga Lake. We're going to the bottom of the first inning, but first we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is your New York Mets baseball station in Saratoga Springs, New York. WKAJ-FM 102.3 on your dial. This is Lindsey Nelson with Ralph Kanter and Bob Murphy at Atlanta Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. The Mets pitcher is Tom Seavery, 25 years of age. He has a record this year of seven wins and four losses. Against the Atlanta Braves last year, he won three and lost none. Seaver's lifetime mark against Atlanta is 10 wins and 2 losses. He has lost his last 3 starts and 4 of his last 5. In the 4 losses, the Mets have scored only 1 run for Seaver. He leads the National League in strikeouts with 114. He has struck out 10 or more batters in 6 of his 12 starts, including 1 game against the San Diego Padres when he equaled the Major League strikeout record of 19 batters for a 9-inning game. Gil Garrido has an eight-game hitting streak, hitting 333, one homer and three runs batted in. Here's Seaver's first pitch. Garrido watches low for ball one. Billy Williams is the umpire behind the plate. 
Nick Colosi is at first. Tom Gorman is the crew chief at second. And Mel Steiners are on at third. Here's a fastball in for a call strike. It's one and one. Felix Millon is on deck. Jerry Grody is the net catcher. 1-1 pitch. Curveball. And it's a little high. It's 2-1. and one. On the coaching line, Jim Busby is at third. And Billy Goodman is the Braves coach at first. offers 2-1. Get on the ground. Deep shortstop. Harrelson's over. Up with it. Throw to first base. is in time to get Gil Garrido. Throw to one away. Second baseman Felix Mion is hitting 295. He has two homers and 12 runs batted in. The New York Mets have Art Chemsky playing first base. Ken Boswell is at second. Bud Harrelson is the shortstop. Joe Foy is at third. Leon Jones is in left. Tommy Agee is in center. Ron Svoboda is in right. Here's a pitch in for a call strike. Don Clendenin was here tonight in the locker room. And as a matter of fact, went through some brief calisthenics and swung the bat a few times to see if he had any pain. Now here's the pitch. This is outside. It's 1-1. You'll recall that... At Shea Stadium in New York on the recent homestand, he pulled a muscle in the rib cage and has been out of action since. Here's a swing and a foul ball rolling off back into the water. It's one and two. Earlier in the day, the medical advice to Glenn Denon had apparently been that he rest until possibly the Mets return home. But after further consultation, that apparently has been changed. Aaron moves up on deck, and here is the 1-2 pitch. Swung on, hit right back to Seaver. Down ball, he tosses over to first in time. Seaver took it on one hop, right back to the mound. Off the bat of Millon, two away, and Hank Aaron's about it. Hank Aaron getting a great ovation, one of the superstars of the game, with a batting average this year of 324, 17 home runs, 47 runs batted in. Earlier this year, got his 3,000th base hit. Aaron, who came to the Braves in Milwaukee in 1954. Beaver's pitch. Breaks low and away. It's ball right. Hank Aaron has become the first player in the history of baseball to get 3,000 hits and have 500 home runs. Now the 1-0 delivery. And it's high and away. Tom Seaver has said on numerous occasions that from the time he first heard of him in the 1957 World Series that Aaron has been his hero. As a matter of fact, Seaver dedicated a book that he did to the likes of Hank Aaron and all sports people who have been inspired by stars like Aaron. Swinging a ground ball to the right side. It's going to be a slow roller. Tough to play. Boswell over in time. Boswell played the slow roller off the bat of Aaron over to Shamsky in time for the out. So it's no runs, no hits, no errors, and none left. And at the end of an inning, the score is the Mets nothing and the Braves nothing. Well, bands a number of national organizations are going to be holding some big days and nights at Shea Stadium during the next homestand, which will begin on Friday night, June 12th. That's when these Atlanta Braves will be in New York for the first time this season. On Friday night, June 12th, for instance, more than 4,000 members of the Knights of Pythias will be on hand for the opening game of the Atlanta Series. And then 
two days later, on Sunday, June 14th, another group of 4,000 members and friends from Unico National, the Italian Charitable Mental Health Association, are expected to attend the Mets game with the Atlanta Braves. And on Wednesday, June 17th, more than 15,000 Masons and Knights of Columbus will be on hand for their big fraternal night. Fraternal night, Wednesday, June 17th, the Mets will be meeting the Cincinnati Reds. So there's a big homestand coming up. The Mets at Shea Stadium. Tickets are now on sale for any and all of those games at a wide variety of convenient locations all around the town. The Mets send up Ron Swoboda here in the top of the second. Swoboda's hitting 263. He has three homers and 21 runs batted in. Jarvis with a record of five wins and three losses. It's the Atlanta pitcher tonight. Here's a swing and a foul ball. It's back and out of play. We'll be on the air tomorrow night from Crosley Field in Cincinnati at 8 p.m. New York time with radio and television coverage of the New York Mets and the rampaging Cincinnati Reds. Reds are leading in the Western Division by six and a half games. They've won 37 games and lost only 15. The count is strike one to Swoboda, who is now back into the batter's box. Joe Foy is on deck. Pitch is high, and it's one and one. will be in Cincinnati for a weekend series and then they move on down to Houston. Here's a 1-1 delivery. Swung on it on the ground to the right side. Second baseman Felix Mian is up. He goes over to Cepeda in time. Cepeda has grounded out. Joe Foy is the batter. Joe Foy is hitting 206. He has two homers and 15 runs batted in. Foy has set a new National League record by walking in 12 straight games. The old record was 11 by Jim Wynn in 1969 and Willie McCovey of the Giants earlier this season. Boy has drawn at least one walk in 12 consecutive games. There's a swing and a foul ball. It's back and out of play. You know, you wonder where they get those records because that's an unusual record. People usually don't pay that kind of attention to something that is that odd. But then you go back to the record by Dale Long of hitting a home run, at least one home run in eight consecutive games. Now here's the pitch to Foyt. Let up and it's low. It's one ball and one strike. One man out, nobody on base. The Mets nothing and the Braves nothing. Fans still coming in here at Atlanta Stadium. Of course, they stayed home until they were sure the rain had stopped. Here's the 1-1 delivery. Let up, and it swung on it in the air to left field. Rico Cardi's there. He one-hands the ball for the out. Boy, pulled the changeup in the air to left. Rico Cardi came over and characteristically took it with one hand. He says it's easier for him that way. Now Jerry Grody is the batter. Grody's hitting 157. He has two homers and nine runs batted in.
Here's a swing and a foul ball. It's off to the right side, out of play. Frank Lundergurdy with pitcher Tom Seaver moving up on deck. The game that was rained out last night has not definitely been rescheduled as yet. There's a fastball fired in there for a cross second. Jarvis on the follow through. Falls off on the right side and almost loses his balance and comes stumbling off the mound on the first base side. Now he is staring at the spot where he apparently caught a spike. I guess any pitcher that could fall off an automobile in a victory parade can fall off a pitching mound, Lindsay. That's one of the unusual things in this game. Here's a pitch. Swung on and hit in the air in the right center field and Henry Aaron moves up calling. Aaron's there and he makes the catch. Sides out in order. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left. And in the middle of the second inning, the score is Mets nothing and the Braves nothing. Curveball, it's a deep to right field, way back there. 
field corner. It's one and two to Rico Cardi. The Boston Red Sox have defeated the Minnesota Twins 5-1. to one. Sonny Siebert 5-2 over Jim Cott 5-2. Mike Andrews hit his fifth over in the sixth with one on. Billy Canigliaro hit his fourth in the sixth with nobody on. Orlando Cepeda is on deck for the Atlanta Braves. 1-2 pitch to Cardi. Outside, 2-2. Two, two. The end of six innings of play, the Chicago White Sox 5 and the Washington Senators 2. Jerry Kreider for the White Sox. Dick Bosman relieved by Jim Schellenbach in the second for Washington. Here's a swing and a fly ball into relatively short center. A.G. is coming up, pounds the glove and makes the catch. And he really splashed through the puddles on the way in to grab that one. Cardi has flied out to short center field. Say, can you name the cola that's cooling off the hot town? From ice Christ to Miami to Los Angeles, it's Royal Crown Cola. The one with the kicky taste. Stevens waiting for A.G. to get back to his position in center now. The Baltimore Orioles are at Oakland against the A's in a later start, and the Detroit Tigers are at California against the Angels in a later start. Steve returns again to look to see if A.G.'s back yet, and he is. So it's Orlando Cepeda, and the pitch breaks in there for a call strike. Start him off with a slider. Cepeda is hitting 316. He has 11 homers and 34 runs batted in. Tony Gonzalez moves up on deck. Here's a swing and a fly ball to right. It's back there. Going back is Ron Svoboda and makes the catch right at the edge of the warning track. And as he took that last step, he went it over his shoe top. But it is a fly ball to deep right for the second out. And Tony Gonzalez is coming up. Gonzalez is hitting 247. Three home runs and 22 runs batted in. It's the Mets nothing, the Braves nothing in the bottom of the second inning. Atlanta Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. It's fired in for a call strike to Gonzalez as Cleve Boyer moves up on deck. Here's a swing and a ground ball. It's foul back to first, taken by Shamsky back there. Yesterday was a rainout date, but the Braves cut their roster by one man when they sent out Gary Nybauer, a pitcher, so that they now stand at 24 men. They're man shy on their roster at the moment. This is in for a call strike three. Seaver gets his first strike out. He threw that one by Tony Gonzalez. So, Seaver has retired six consecutive batters. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. At the end of two innings of play, the score is... The Mets nothing, and the Braves nothing. Hey, Mets fans, how about that dirty car of yours out there in the driveway? The one you hate to admit belongs to you. Then it isn't about time you visited Friendly Freddy's Car Wash. Friendly Freddy's is the only automatic car wash in Saratoga Springs. All you do is sit in your car and let the automatic machine do the rest. All for only a dollar and a quarter. For that low price, your car is washed spotlessly clean, rinsed thoroughly, and left bright and shiny, just like it was brand new again. For an additional 50 cents, you can have your car automatically waxed. All this happens in just a matter of minutes while you sit right in your car. If you're one of these do-it-yourselfers, Friendly Freddy's has coin-operated facilities where the wash job is all yours. 
Either way, for the best in car care, take your car to Friendly Freddy's on High Rock Avenue, just off Lake Avenue. Friendly Freddy's, the only coin-operated, fully automatic car wash in Saratoga Springs. top of the third of a scoreless ball game. Tom Seaver hooked up with Pat Jarvis and an interesting point just pointed out to us by Artie Freeman, our statistician, in figuring up Rico Cardi's batting average. The percentage book that he uses doesn't have enough numbers in it to figure up his high batting average and you have to do it by hand. Now here's Bob Murphy for the play-by-play. All right, Ralph, Tom Seaver will hit against Pat Jarvis as we go now to the top of the third with no score. Right-hander against right-hander. The pitch to Tom, a curve. Low it outside, it's ball one. Lead-off batter, Tommy Agee, waiting on deck, and then Bud Harrelson. Bob Tillman behind the plate in the game tonight. Now the pitch on the way. Swing and a miss by Seaver. One ball, one strike. We have a lively turnout here in Atlanta. A good turnout when you consider all the rain that has fallen. The last week in the city. Yogi Berra coaching at first, Eddie Yost at third. Now the pitch. Swing and a miss pass. Fever in the count is one and two. Before you came on the air, Bob Lynch and I were talking about Pat Jarvis falling off a car in an opening day parade when he was in the minor leagues and injuring himself. And right now on the mound, he's been falling off that mound about four or five times. He certainly has. He reminds you a lot of Jim Bunning, but he's been falling even more than Bunning. Low and outside. I don't really think the rain has had anything to do with it. Do you, Ralph? He's no, pushing off too hard. It's his pitching style, and he gets that leverage by pushing off, which Bunning does too. And also, Bob Gibson did it quite a bit. Now the windup by Jarvis, the pitch to Seaver. Fly ball hit high in the air to right center field. Moving over the center fielder, Tony Gonzalez, and he makes the catch easily. When Pat Jarvis fell off the convertible in an opening day parade, it was in Richmond, Virginia. In addition to hurting, it's got to be a little embarrassing, doesn't it? Now Tommy Agee coming up. Tommy taking some time now to let Seaver get back to the dugout. Pitcher has an ally on this ballpark in the tremendous area in foul territory from first around to third. Looks like it's about 40 yards from the foul line of the dugout. And a foul ball back toward our broadcasting booth, no play. We almost lost our demon statistician, Art Friedman, as he draped himself over the broadcasting booth, trying to make a spectacular one-hand catch. strike count on Tommy Agee. Now Jarvis winds. Here's the pitch on the way. He bends this one on the outside corner. Strike two. Took water in that outfield tonight to hang ten. Tommy Agee cocks the bat. Here's the pitch by Jarvis. Swung and foul. Back into the screen. No play. Braves remain at home this coming weekend. The Mets will be in Cincinnati. Gill has not decided on whether it will be Kuzman or Gentry on Sunday. 
One will fit Sunday and the other Monday night in Houston. Now the pitch on the way to Tommy. Breaks low and outside. One ball and two strikes. Only three games in the National League tonight. The action here, a game in Houston and a game in Pittsburgh. Braves playing straight away against Agee. Now the pitch by Jarvis hit hard. A base hit through the hole and into left field. And it rolls to a stop in a big water hole. So the left fielder, Cardi, has to come slashing in quickly. Boy, that ball was really hit by Tommy Agee. A wicked shot through the hole in the left field. But when it got into the outfield and into all that water, it just came to a quick halt. New York Mets, their third hitoff, Pat Jarvis, and now Bud Harrelson is the batter. Bud returning the lineup here tonight, was on base with an infield hit to short, his first time up. Here's the pitch on the way. A.G. is running. The throw to second base, the slide, and he steals it by a mile. For Tommy Agee, his 15th stolen base of the year. He really had that one by a wide margin. So Tommy Agee puts himself in scoring position. One ball and no strikes to Bud Harrelson. Now Jarvis off the stretch delivers to Harrelson. It's foul back toward the screen. Tommy's first year of the Mets, he stole 13. Last year, he had 12. This year, he already has 15. The Mets have become a running ball club. You have a strong pitching staff. If you can put a running club behind it, it's got to help you out. Now, Jarvis looking in to get his sign from Bob Tillman. One out and one on, top half of the third. Tony Gonzalez playing over to left center against Bud Harrelson. And Rico Cardi is favoring the left field line. And now, as Jarvis takes too much time, Harrelson asks for time and steps up. The Dodgers lead the Pirates 2-0 after 5 behind Claude Osteen. Osteen lost his first three this year, but has won seven of his last eight. Curve at the knees, a call strike. Ball players call Claude Osteen Gomer Pyle. He looks exactly like Gomer Pyle. Steve Blass pitching for the Pirates tonight. Houston leading Montreal on the Grand Slam in the first inning by Doug Rader. 4-0 at the end of two. Jarvis, a very deliberate pitcher. Now the 1-2 delivery. And a smash hit up the middle. A base hit by Bud Harrelson. A.G. around third. He will score. And the Mets take the lead. 1-0. Bud Harrelson celebrating his return. Has two for two. A run batted in. And he puts the Mets in front. All of those in Harrelson's reserve unit. Who were called back during the time of spring training to New York. During the postal strike. And who served in that capacity. Had their reserve career shortened by a year. That's the reason Bud was able to rejoin the Mets early. 
Deion Jones sitting now against Pat Jarvis. The Mets have gone in front, one nothing. A throw to first, not in time. The RBI for Buddy Harrelson, his 15th of the year. Low and outside, ball one. Things are looking better on the medical report for the New York Mets. Now the pitch on the way. This is over at the knees, a call strike. Dave Marshall has been sidelined with a muscle pull in the groin. Talking with Gill before the game tonight, Dave is just about ready to play. He's available for pinch hitting, but he's about ready to return to action. And Don Glendennan will be with them at Saturday in Cincinnati. Swing and a miss by Cleon Jones. One ball and two strikes. Glendennan will join the Mets for the Saturday night game. And it might very well be that he'll be available for action in Cincinnati. Leon single to right his first time up. Now Jarvis, the stocky right-hander, checks his runner, and he steps off. They call Pat Jarvis the Bulldog. He's tenacious and a very tough pitcher with men on base. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. So Jarvis digging in with a man on that strikes out Cleon. Right here we pause for station identification. To New York Mets baseball on WKAJFM 102.3 in Saratoga Springs, New York, the home of the New York Mets. Murphy with Ralph Kainer and Lindsey Nelson at Lano Stadium, third inning. Mets lead, 1-0. Art Shamsky hitting now against Pat Jarvis with two down, and Bud Harrelson on first. Now Jarvis throws to first base. Pretty good illustration as to why they call Jarvis the Bulldog. He had not struck out a batter, but when he got in the jam, he struck out Cleon Jones, a good hitter. There goes Harrelson, the pitcher strike, the peg to second to slide, and the ball goes into short center field. Harrelson trying for third. He'll make it. Stolen base for Brett Harrelson, and an error charged the gentleman on the low throw. For Brett Harrelson, his 13th stolen base. That's a career high for Bud Harrelson in the major leagues. In his rookie year, he had... 12, and this was his 13th stolen base. So the Mets are two for two in the larceny department here in the third inning. Now Jarvis winds. Here's the pitch. Foul back to the screen. That's two for two in this inning in stolen bases. Leon Jones had a stolen base in the first inning. So in the game, they're three for three in three innings. on third. Shamsky winning with a two-strike count. Now the pitch by Jarvis. Fastball high, one and two. Art Shamsky hitting 321 with five homers and 20 RBIs. In this game, Art is 0 for 1. He was retired in a pop-up to Orlando Cepeda. 
Down comes the arm of Jarvis, and a high fly ball hit the shallow center field. Gonzalez coming in, slows up, and he makes the catch. Side retired. For New York, one run, two hits, one error, one left. And the score in the middle of the third inning in Atlanta. The New York Mets won, the Atlanta Braves nothing. Dolly, it's late. Why don't you turn off that radio, honey, and go to sleep? Oh, Andy, I just want to stay up a little longer. But, Dolly... I just have to hear my favorite radio broadcast. Honey, Jack Armstrong's been off the air for years. Andy Granitelli, you know that's not my favorite. I'm waiting up to hear our latest STP commercial again. I just love the way that man says, STP oil treatment cuts the friction, cuts the wear, and cuts the mustard. Helps you run smoother, cooler, quieter, longer. But, Dolly, it's two o'clock in the morning. And then there's that cute jingle. From the MD tuna. STP, the champion. Dolly, hmm? I just got to get some sleep. Please, no more talk about STP oil treatment tonight. Okay, Andy, maybe you're right. I can listen in the morning. Good night, honey. Hmm. Smoother, cooler, quieter, longer. Dolly, you're talking in your sleep again. Won't drain off vital engine parts. Oh, well, at least she cares about my work. STP is the racer's Atlanta Braves coming up to hit against Tom Seaver. Third baseman Cleet Boyer will lead off. Braves bring up the bottom third of the order. Boyer will be followed by Bob Tillman and then Pat Jarvis. One and all concerned, very anxious to get the game in tonight. Last night's rainout will have to be made up the next time the Mets come into Atlanta. Probably a Friday night, Friday night doubleheader. Uh, the game that I'd been rained out, it would, it would have meant five and three days the next time around. Now, Cleet Boyer. Cleet hitting at 214. He bounced back to a good year with the Braves last season. Previous year, he had been hurt. Long drive to left center field. Jones and Agee go back. Agee's there and makes the catch. Tommy Agee was favoring left center against Cleet Boyer, a pull hitter. And it worked out just right. Now Bob Tillman. Tillman hitting 254. Three home runs, 11 RBIs. He's a right-hand batter. And Seaver's pitch to him, hit hard. Oh, what a catch by Joe Foy. Beautiful play by Joe Foy. He whirled and lunged toward the line and made a one-hand grab of a sizzling liner. You can't hit a line drive much harder than that one, can you, Ralph? Put that ball hard. I wonder if that ball would have stayed fair. It was curving away from Joe as he made the lunge, and it might have gone foul. It, it very well could have gone foul, but I'm just as glad we didn't have to find out. Now Pat Jarvis. Jarvis, two hits and 29 times at bat this year. Seaver swings out of his windup. Down comes the arm. Fastball in for a call strike. Tommy Agee not figuring him to pull the ball. Ground ball hit the shortstop. Harrelson flashing to his right. He's up with it. Good throw to Shamsky. Another 1-2-3 inning for Tom Seaver. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left on. Now, at the end of three in Atlanta, the New York Mets won, the Atlanta Braves nothing.
Globe Supply Downtown Saratoga is the place to go for rolling and roll-fast bicycles. You will find a large selection to choose from, and they come in all speeds. Every new bicycle purchased at Globe Supply comes fully assembled and carries a 90-day service and maintenance guarantee. You can also have your bike repaired by experienced mechanics at Globe. For all your bicycle accessories and parts for English or American bikes, shop Globe Supply downtown Saratoga, open daily from 8.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Friday night until 9 p.m. A disability income plan designed by the John Hancock Life Insurance Company can make a big difference if you're unable to work. Family needs don't stop if you're disabled. There's always the rent, the food, the clothing, the children's education, and you'll probably have to dig into your family savings. But a John Hancock Disability Income Plan will guarantee you a regular income if you're disabled. For a plan to meet your family's needs, call Ben Yanklowitz, 783-5571, or write to Ben Yank, Box J, Latham, New York. to the fourth inning in Atlanta, the Mets leading one nothing. For those of you who may have joined us late, tonight's game was delayed 42 minutes because of rain. In Boswell facing Pat Jarvis. Jarvis, stocky right-hander. Last year won 13 and lost 11. He's had three winning years with the Atlanta Braves. And a foul tip off the bat of Kenny Boswell. He had been considered the ace of the Atlanta pitching staff until last year when he was replaced by Bill Necro. Necro came along to win 23 games. And Ron Reed won 18. Here's the pitch on the way. And a bunt by Boswell off the mound is Jarvis. He'll throw quickly just in time. That was a look and listen play at first base. It was that close. Recall that on the last homestand, Boswell won a game for the New York Mets with a very heady and well-placed bunt up the third baseline. Ron Swoboda batting for the second time. Ron is 0 for 1. He bounced out to second his previous time up. up by Jarvis. Curve is over. Call strike one. That Jarvis has had three and a half years with the Atlanta Braves. He's had a winning record. Each season he has been with Atlanta. It's thrown to Ryan is on the outside corner for a call strike. He has good command of his breaking ball. pitch on the way. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. He got him with a hard slider. So Jarvis gets Swoboda on three pitches. For Pat Jarvis, his second strikeout, and it will bring up Joe Foy. He made a remarkable catch of a sizzling line drive off Tillman's bat. pitch on the way, and it's in for a call strike. The Braves have won 14 of the last 16 games they've played at Atlanta Stadium. They're very hard to beat in this ballpark. 
They had an unusual six-game losing streak at home at the start of the year. Hit hard on the right side of the infield, handled by Felix Mion. And boom to Cepeda, the Mets are out. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left on. And the score in the middle of the fourth inning, the New York Mets won, the Atlanta Braves nothing. For the finest in Italian cuisine, visit Mangino's Restaurant at the south end of Saratoga Lake. The fine chefs at Mangino's prepare your meal with the greatest of care. Your order is never prepared hours before and set aside to simmer. It's prepared just when you order it. Your dinner might take a little longer, but good food cannot be hurried. And at Mangino's, those extra few minutes are well worth the wait. Italian foods cooked precisely the way they should be or American cuisine featuring steaks, chops, and seafood that is sure to delight the most hard-to-please taste. Mangino's Restaurant is easy to reach, located on the south end of Saratoga Lake on Route 9P, just two miles from Route 9. If you're planning a party, call Mangino's for their special party menu, and they'll be glad to give you complete details. Try Mangino's Restaurant, the home of fine foods on Route 9P, at the south end of Saratoga Lake. The Atlanta Braves will have the top third of the batting order facing Tom Seaver in the last of the fourth inning. Gil Garrido, Felix Bian, and Henry Aaron. Gil Garrido, 0 for 1, Harrelson threw him out in the first inning. They have had to keep the infield covered so much the last week in Atlanta, the grass is virtually gone. Now the pitch on the way, outside ball one. High pop fly into shallow left field. Leon Jones, plenty of time to settle under it, and he makes the grab. Tom Seaver seems to be pitching a little different bad game here tonight. Not exploding that fastball, but pitching very carefully and very well. Pretty obvious that Tom has cut down the velocity of his fastball, and possibly because he was being hit, in spite of a large amount of strikeouts, fairly hard with his hard stuff, and he didn't have the pinpoint control that he would like. Here today, he's been spotting the ball around and has changed his style considerably. Now Felix Mion choking up on the handle of the bat. He's a right-hand hitter and a good one. Low and outside is ball one. Felix Mion, the all-star second baseman, hitting a 294. Seaver's also throwing a lot less pitches. He threw only four pitches in the third inning. Swing and a miss at a fastball, one ball and one strike. Tom, the major league leader in strikeouts, has only one K thus far tonight. Tom does not especially go after strikeouts. Only in certain situations. And a fast one on the outside corner of strike one and two. He has been repeatedly saying that he does not consider himself a strikeout type pitcher. It's one and two on Felix Mian. In comes the pitch. Foul. He just barely got a piece of it. The Mets lead one nothing. The Braves are at bat in their half of the fourth inning. 
The infield and the outfield straight away against Mian, who hits out of a crouch. He chokes up on the handle of the bat. And a smash hit toward the middle of a base at the center field. Adrian will have to hurry in and find it in the water hole. Now he throws it back to the infield. And the Braves have their first base hit of the game. So Mian gets on in front of the big howitzers, Henry Aaron and Enrico Cardi. admiration for Henry Aaron. Henry Aaron has 17 home runs, 47 runs batted in. He's hitting at 322. Now the pitch on the way, curve, low outside, ball one. Let's have the infield looking for the double play. The outfield, rather deep and straight away. Archanski holds against Felix Mian. Up goes the leg, down comes the arm, and a high fly ball to center field. It's playable. Tommy Agee back one step, taps the glove, and puts it away for the out. So Aaron's guys out, two down, and the red-hot Rico Cardi comes to bat. Cardi with 14 home runs. 45 runs batted in at a 4.32 average. There was an article in the paper here the other day that quoted Ted Williams as saying that he thought Rico Cardi could hit 400 this year. I disagree with Ted in one thing that he said in the article. He said that Cardi has real good speed and should beat out a lot of base hits. Cardi does not beat out many hits and he isn't that fast. Rico, right-hand power hitter. Lifetime 300 hitter. And the pitch by Tom Seaver. Fastball in, strike one call. Cardi is a lot like Rogers Hornsby in his hitting. He hits the ball very strongly to the right side of the diamond, and he does not strike out much. Felix Mian leading off first. Nuts lead, 1-0. And Seaver's pitch on the way. Low at outside. One ball, one strike. And another big hitter, Orlando Cepeda, is the on-deck batter. It would be hard to match up a more potent middle of a batting order than the Braves possess with Henry Aaron, Rico Cardi, and Orlando Cepeda. Now Seaver checks the runner. The 1-1 delivery. Swing and a miss on a beautiful changeup off the curve. It's one ball and two strikes. Seaver pulled the string on his curve ball and caught Cardi far off his timing. A matching of skills. The pitcher against the hitter. Changing the speed of the ball. To throw that hitter just a little bit off of his timing. Jerry Grody crossed behind home plate. Seaver reads the information. Agee now is playing deep and over toward right center against Rico Cardi. Rico Cardi steps out of the batter's box. And the pitch on the way. In the dirt, it gets by Jerry Gritty. Beyond goes to second. Wild pitch stars to Tom Seaver. Tom trying to pull down a little too hard on that third ball.
Memphis the tying run in the scoring position. The count is two and two on Rico Cardi. Cardi had one for three in the opening game of the series. Game last night, of course, rained out. Fever up into pitching position. And the pitch on the way. A towering pop foul coming back to the crowd. No play. And Fever again will be working two and two to Rico Carney. The Dodgers lead the Pirates 5 0 in the sixth inning in Pittsburgh. And the Houston Astros lead Montreal 4 0 in the third. The Expos were playing good ball the last time the Mets were up there and continued to play well for another four or five days, and then they hit the skids. They've lost ten straight. Pitching two and two. In the dirt, ball three. Beautiful pickup by Jerry Grody. Backhand grab of a mean pitch in the dirt, low outside. Fever is working very, very hard to get Rico Cardi. Now Tom has his side. And the 3-2 pitch. Ball four is low outside. The baby bull, Orlando Cepeda, coming up with two men off. Cepeda, a lifetime 299 hitter. After 12 years in the major league. Lifetime average only dipped below 300 for the first time last year. He's hitting 314 right now with 11 home runs and 34 runs batted in. He's skied to right his first time at bat this evening. Felix Mian is on second. Rico Cardi on first. There are two men away. And the Mets leading 1-0 in the fourth inning. Tom Seaver checks his runners. Fitzgerald is under the knees. Ball one. Veteran center fielder Tony Gonzalez occupies the on-deck plate. Those baseball-shaped plates are disc. The batters kneel in. Come in mighty handy on a wet night like this. And the 1-0 delivery... Foul to going out of play behind first, back up into the crowd. Orlando Cepeda. Strong right-hand hitter. He hits a lot to right center, and the big area left open to him is between Cleon and the left field line. The 1-1 delivery, curve is foul, back to the screen. It's one ball and two strikes. Now, Tom Seaver, who obviously has been pitching a different style game tonight and not going for strikeouts, is in a position now where he'll probably try very hard to get it. He's added something right here in pitching to both Cardi and also to Cepeda. Now, the one-second stop by Seaver. Here's the pitch on the way. Foul to back up toward the press level. So the count stays at one and two on Orlando Cepeda. Cepeda hitting number five in the Atlanta batting order. Yeah. 
Brody sets up the target. And the pitch. Outside, a hard slider. It's two balls and two strikes. So, the battle rages on. Felix Piat on second, Rico Cardi on first, two men down. And the count, two and two now on Cepeda. Now the pitch on the way. Fouled again. Now Cepeda battling and battling hard against Tom Seaver. A good pitcher working to a strong hitter. Seaver nods in agreement with Jerry Grody. Here's the pitch. Get hard toward the middle. He's going to pile up the ball again. Beyond is around third scoring. Easy battles the ball. Hardy is around third. He'll hold there. Into second base goes Cepeda. Cepeda got a ringing single up the middle. A.G. had trouble with it in a water hole out there. He will be scored a single. An error will be charged to Tommy A.G. Gives Cepeda a run batted in. The error charged on Tommy A.G., which enables Cepeda to take second and an intentional walk now will be given to Tony Gonzalez. First base is open with runners on second and third, two down. The Mets prefer to have the right-hand batter, Cleet Boyer, up instead of the left-hander, Tony Gonzalez. This ball four served outside intentionally. Base is loaded. Veteran Cleet Boyer, right-hand hitter. Cleet has some power. He has six homers this year and 24 runs batted in. Here's a big shot in the game for the York Mets. Rico Cardi is on third. Orlando Cepeda on second. Tony Gonzalez on first. Now Fever into his windup. Here's the pitch. Low outside ball wide. Now Tom is off of his cap. Wipes the perspiration off his brow. Looks into Grody for his next time. And the pitcher on the way to Cleet Boyer. A high fly ball at the left field. Leon Jones is coming in. He's under it waiting. Makes the catch. The side is out. Tom Seaver getting Cleet Boyer with the bases loaded. One run. There were two hits. One error and three left on. Now at the end of four, the New York Mets won and the Atlanta Braves won. I am a Rheingold, we brew beer with the natural things. Rheingold takes the time to find the best barley, corn, hops, and water. Rheingold takes the time to carbonate itself naturally. Rheingold takes the time to lager the beer to a good extra dry natural taste. 
But when it's good and ready, we turn on the speed. Because what good is a fresh, natural-tasting beer if we don't get it to you that way? Natural Rheingold. It is high time that I was searching for the natural thing. Rheingold Breweries Incorporated, New York, New York, and Orange, New Jersey, ask you to help keep America beautiful. The game is tied 1-1. It's inning number five, and Jerry Grody is up against Pat Jarvis. Jerry 0 for 1, fly to right. His first time up. Now Jarvis out of his windup. Here's the pitch, and it's outside, ball one. Jerry probably has been pressing and worrying about his batting slump he's been trying to fight his way out of. The 1-0 delivery is in for a call strike, and again, Pat Jarvis falls down. He pushes off that pitching slab so hard that about four times tonight, he has spun all the way around and down to his knees. One ball, one strike. And the pitch to Jerry Grody. Foul ball back over the backstop screen and into the area of the crowd. One ball, two strikes. Tom Seaver is out on deck. Then Tommy Agee at the top of the batting order. Jarvis getting his sign from Tillman. And the 1-2 delivery. Ground ball hit on the right side of the infield. Felix Mian comes up with it. Vegas to Cepeda. Brody is up. Gillette Platinum Plus has the platinum alloy edge that makes shaving smoother, closer, more comfortable than any blade in history. Gillette Platinum Plus. For the shave you've always wanted and more. Tom Seaver is 0 for 1. Tom fly to center his first time at bat. The Dodgers lead the Pirates 5-0 in the seventh in inning with Osteen on the mound. Foul ball hit back up toward the press box. And Houston on a grand slam by third baseman Doug Rader leading Montreal 4-0 in the fifth inning. They're on the eighth inning at Yankee Stadium with Kansas City leading the Yankees 1-0. Jim Rooker pitching against Dan Bonson. Brown ball hit the shortstop to his right. Gil Garrido, the long throw, is in time. Now Tommy Agee will have to kill some time and let Tom Seaver get back. A long hike from first base back to the visiting dugout behind the third base line. Cleveland beat Milwaukee 8-4. Phil Hennigan was the winner and Ray Peters the loser. Homers by Ted Savage and Ray Fossey. Sonny Siebert spun a five-hitter at Fenway as the Red Sox turned back Minnesota 5-1. They beat Jim Cott. Mike Andrews and Billy Canigliaro hit home runs. The White Sox leading Washington 7-3 going to the ninth inning. Home runs by Walt Williams and Bill Melton of the White Sox. Two outs and nobody on. Tommy Agee waiting. 
And he pops this one foul back into the crowd. No play. Tommy, one for two. He singled his last time up. And promptly stole second. Mets have stolen three bases so far in the game. Later tonight, Baltimore plays at Oakland and Detroit will be at California. Fouled. Again, it spins off the bat and back up over the press level into the crowd. So Jarvis, who's had good control, has a two-strike advantage. The Mets scored in the third inning with Bud Harrelson singling the run home. The Braves tied the game in the fourth on a run-producing base hit by Orlando Cepeda. Two-strike pitch. Low and outside as A.G. refused to go for a bad ball. Last year, en route to the championship, the Mets beat the Atlanta Braves eight of the 12 games, winning four out of six here and four out of six at Shea Stadium. Pitching one and two. Ground ball is slowly to shortstop. In comes Garrido. He's up with it and brings it across to Cepeda. The side is out. So the Mets for the second inning in a row go down one, two, three. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left. So we've come halfway, and midway in the fifth inning here at Atlanta, the score, the New York Mets won, the Atlanta Braves won. Having a problem in deciding where to take your group on its next outing? If so, let the Mets Group Sales Department solve it for you. This department is manned by experts in handling both men's and women's groups. These same specialists encourage community and civic organizations, social and fraternal clubs, youth, family, and athletic groups to take in a Mets ball game and enjoy a day at Shea. In addition to providing group ticket sales for a ball game, our representatives will be happy to furnish you with all the details of the beautiful restaurants at Shea Stadium, which are available for parties, large or small, of 100 persons. For groups of 100 or more, recognition will be given to your organization on the changeable message scoreboard here at Shea. You can easily obtain additional information simply by writing to Group Sales Manager, Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York, 11368. Or, if you like, telephone 212-672-3000. The representative handling your area will be more than happy to personally speak before your men's or women's group, large or small, and explain all the details. Call or write today and enjoy a day at Shea. Before the Atlanta catcher, Bob Tillman leads off in the last half of the fifth inning. We will pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is New York Mets Baseball on WKAJ-FM 102.3 in Saratoga Springs, New York. Bob Murphy with Ralph Kainer and Lindsey Nelson. Following the game tonight, the Mets will be flying to Cincinnati. Nolan Ryan will face the slugging Reds tomorrow night. We will be broadcasting and televising tomorrow night's game from Cincinnati. Hope you plan to join us. Three games in Cincinnati tomorrow night, Saturday night, and Sunday afternoon. Next Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday nights, the Mets play in the Astrodome. Bob Tillman hit a hard line drive and was robbed of a hit by Joe Foy his first time up. Fastball outside, it's ball one. Tillman hitting 250. Big, strong right hand batter. Low and outside. It's ball two, two and oh. 
And the 2-0 pitch by Tom Seaver. Outside, ball three. First time Seaver has fallen behind 3-0. And in comes Bud Harrelson to talk with him. Tom trying to snap a three-game losing streak here tonight. Tom has lost four of his last five, and in the four losses, he's had one run to work with. Now the 3-0 delivery. He walked him on four pitches. So now the pitcher comes up for the chance to bunt a runner over. walk by Tom Seaver, one of the three intentional. Pat Jarvis, the Atlanta pitcher, will be stepping in in a bunt situation. And if Jarvis can bunt Tillman over, the Braves then will have the top two men in their batting order, Gil Garrido and Felix Beyond, to try and take the lead. The game is tied 1-1. Foy comes in close looking for the bunt. He squares around, doesn't offer, the pitch is over. Strike one call. Shortstop Gil Garrido takes a couple of phantom swings in the on-deck circle. Jamski holding against the runner. Foy coming in close from third. Now the pitch. Bunnett, fair ball. Seaver up with it. Plays going to Harrelson. Run. First base. Not in time. Just missed the double play. Tom Seaver with a good, strong, accurate throw to Buddy Harrelson. And they take Tillman, the lead runner, off. Bud Harrelson then fired on to Shansky, and they just missed the double play. So a runner on first, one out, Gil Garrido comes up. Seaver reading his information from Jerry Grody. Infield set up looking for two. And the pitch on the way. Low and outside. A good save by Jerry Grody. Finds control. Suddenly, not as sharp as it was in the early part of the game. And it's bothering him just a bit. pitch on the way. This is down the middle. A good fastball. It's one ball, one strike. For the Atlanta Braves, Billy Goodman coaches at first. Jim Busby at third. Seaver glances off the shoulder toward first. And the pitch to Garrido hit hard on the ground. A base hit going into right field. Around second is Pat Jarvis. He'll hold there. Swoboda charging quickly gets the ball. Now the Braves have runners on first and second. Now Gil Garrido, known more for his fielding than his hitting, now is hit safely in nine straight ball games. And Seaver has a tough job in front of him. One out, runners on first and second. Felix Mian, the batter. He singled the center to start the rally by the Braves in the last inning. 
And behind Mian in the batting order, Henry Aaron. Mets looking for the double play. Here's the pitch to me. A fastball, strike one call. Mian runs well. He is not an easy man to double up. Boy playing even with the bag wide of the line at third. Bud Harrelson shaded a bit toward the middle of the diamond. And the one-strike delivery. Swing and a foul tip. And now Tom has a two-strike count on Felix Mian. Two-strike count on Felix Mian. Pat Jarvis on second base. Gil Garrido is on first base. Game tied, 1-1, fifth inning. Now the pitch. Just missed the outside corner of the knees, 1-2. and two. Felix Mian is not an easy man to strike out. He's fanned only 11 times this year. Grody setting up the target. Down comes the pitch. Low and outside is two balls and two strikes. Henry Aaron kneels in the on-deck circle. For the Braves, two runners take a lead from first and second. And the 2-2 pitch. Ground up, bounce slowly to shortstop. Harrelson to Boswell for one. That's all they can get. Ball was not hit sharply enough to get a double play. So Henry Aaron comes up with runners on first and third, two down. Henry Aaron has bounced for second and fly to center, nothing for two. Aaron batting 320. The leg and RBIs with 47. Tony Perez of Cincinnati, the major league leader. Now Harrelson shades toward the hole on the left side of the infield. Boy playing deep behind the bag at third. The pitch by Tom Seaver, fastball over, strike one call. Jarvis on third. Felix Mian is on first. Seaver makes the stop. Here's the pitch on the way. Foul to back toward the press level in the count of strike two. Seaver threw the breaking ball that time to Hank Aaron. The on-deck batter, Rico Cardi. Beaver staring in, getting his sign. Now he's set. The two-strike pitch. Change-up just missed outside. Down with a two-strike advantage changed up, and he just missed shaving the corner. Now it's one and two on Hank Aaron. Let's have the outfield very deep. Here's the one-two delivery. 
Oh, that just missed. Seaver thought he had him struck out. Tom turns his back around the plate. The count is two and two. Both Seaver and Grody thought that should have been called strike three. Now Seaver has to look in with new determination. That call proves one thing, that Hank Aaron's stature is a little stronger than Tom Seaver's in Williams' eyes. 2-2 delivery. And the ball gets away from Jerry Grody and a run will score. Travis comes in. Well, there may have been a mix-up on the sand. Braves lead 2-1. Travis comes home. It was not really a wild pitch at all. It was about a letter-high fastball, and apparently Grody was looking for a curveball. Well, the Braves take the lead 2-1, and Grody tails Seaver out to the mound. Time a little bit upset by it. What do you think, Ralph? Mix up on the signs? I'd have to believe that because the pitch was just about letter high, just a shade above the letters, and Brody must have been looking for the curveball. It was a fastball that was off his glove. Now it's three and two on Hank Aaron. Seaver checks the runner at second. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Now Seaver keeps his cool. Things were going wrong, but he comes right back to strike out Henry Aaron. For Tom Seaver, his second strikeout. The run will be unearned as the result of a fastball. And in the fifth inning, the Atlanta Braves take the lead, scoring one run on only one hit a single by Gil Garrido. No errors, one left on. At the end of five innings, the Atlanta Braves two and the New York Mets one. Hey, Met fans, how about that dirty car of yours out there in the driveway? The one you hate to admit belongs to you. Then isn't about time you visited Friendly Freddy's Car Wash. Friendly Freddy's is the only automatic car wash in Saratoga Springs. All you do is sit in your car and let the automatic machine do the rest. All for only a dollar and a quarter. For that low price, your car is washed spotlessly clean, rinsed thoroughly, and left bright and shiny, just like it was brand new again. For an additional 50 cents, you can have your car automatically waxed. All this happens in just a matter of minutes while you sit right in your car. If you're one of these do-it-yourselfers, Friendly Freddy's has coin-operated facilities where the wash job is all yours. Either way, for the best in car care, take your car to Friendly Freddy's on High Rock Avenue, just off Lake Avenue. Friendly Freddy's, the only coin-operated fully automatic car wash in Saratoga Springs. Now the Atlanta Braves are in front 2-1 to one as we go to the sixth inning and here to paint the word picture for you, Ralph Gaynor. Thank you, Bob Murphy, and hi, everyone. Bud Harrelson will lead off on the Mets. Bud is two for two in the game. Mets have had four base hits. The Atlanta Braves have had three, but Atlanta leads by a score of 2-1. to one. Harrelson batting from the left-hand side, and Pat Jarvis with the first pitch, and it's ground out toward first base. Jarvis off the mound, picks it up, races to the bag makes the foot out himself. Pat Jarvis really tearing off for the bag. He didn't have to up that much as he had Harrison beat by about 40 feet. So one pitch, one away in the top of the sixth. The Mets trailing two to one and the batter coming up is Cleon Jones. Harrelson had driven in the Mets' run which came in the third for him, his 15th RBI of the year. 
but hitting at 277. Cleon Jones coming up, one for two in the game with a stolen base. Cleon hitting at 218. He's had 13 hits in his last 29 times up to get to 218. That's trailing by one. Jones has had one home run this year. He's driven in 19 runs. Harrelson was the last man to get on against Jarvis, so he has retired his last nine batters in a row. First pitch is low, and it's ball one. Fastball missing. Jarvis with a hard slider, a fastball. He changes up off his fastball. Has thrown quite a few changes here tonight. Now at 1-0, the pitch to Jones. It is hit the deep right field down the foul line. The ball curving out of play, and they count now at one ball and one strike. That ball hit like a golf ball on a very wet green. It just hit and embedded itself in the ground. It really rained here just about game time. The game delayed 42 minutes. One ball, one strike. Jarvis a very slow worker. That's a fine ratio. Wins to losses, 55 to 38. Now at 1-1 the pitch. Change up low and away. Two balls, one strike. This is Pat's 12th start of the season. He has a record of 5-3. and three. Has a lifetime record against the Mets of four wins and four losses. He was 2-0 against the Mets last year in the regular season. 2-1 pitch to Jones. A good pitch over the outside corner. And Jarvis almost fell down again. Spinning off the mound and coming off over in the first base side, and he had to use his hands to keep falling flat on his face. Two and two. Every time he has that tumble from the mound, the fans here coming up with some O's and O's. Jones being played straight away, and in two two, the pitch. His ground is slowly out toward the mound, picked up by Jarvis. He has an easy play at first, throws there in time for the out. So Jarvis now has picked up personally the two outs in the inning, and it brings up Art Shamsky, who is 0 for 2. Art left the man at third with one out when he popped up a changeup in the first inning. And he also left the man at third with two men out when he fought out the center field in the third. Shamsky hitting at 319 with five home runs and 20 runs batted in. Two-one ball game. Atlanta leading. We're in the top of the sixth. Atlanta won the first game of this series on Tuesday night, four to one, as Phil Nico got a six win. He has lost six. First pitch to Shamsky is lined to the second baseman and on through in the right field of base hit. Arden makes the turn at first base and then holds there as Hank Aaron gets to the dead ball. Anything hit to the outfield will stop very quickly as it tries to scoot through the water. So the Mets have their fifth base hit and they have the time run at first base with Ken Boswell coming up. That ball is right. To the right of the second baseman, Felix Mion, it was hit so hard that he didn't have a chance to move more than about a step before it went on by in the right field. 
Boswell hitting at 275. He has two home runs and 15 runs batted in. And the first pitch to the left-hand batter, high fastball, ball one. That's the first base hit since Harrelson singled in third that drove in the Mets' run. Jarvis had retired 10 consecutive batters. 1-0 pitch is in for a call strike. Fastball again, it's 1-1. One one. Jamski with a short lead at first. And he draws a throw from Jarvis. Champsy does not figure to be running. Mets have had three stolen bases. One by Cleon Jones in the first. One by Tommy Agee. And one by Bud Harrelson. And the 1-1 pitch is a high changeup. And the count two balls and one strike. Straight change by Pat Jarvis. Stolen base by Tommy Agee set up the Mets' run as Harrelson single right behind him. And at 2-1, Jarvis takes the stretch and the pitch swung on and missed. And Boswell with a hard swing. They count it 2-2. Two two. Ken was trying to hit one out. Field dimensions here are 3.30 down the lines. 3.75 in the alleys and 4.02 in center. Fence about five feet high all the way around the ballpark. Two balls, two strikes. Shams get first, the short lead. And Jarvis now back again. And he misses low, and this time he falls to the ground as he comes off the mound, going down to both knees. First time he's gone that far. That puts the count full and will give Shamsky a chance to run at first with two men out here in the top of the sixth. He represents the time run. And with the 3-2 count, Cepeda backs up behind the runner looking for more defensive room. Full knowing that Shamsky will be running anyway. Runner goes, a 3-2 pitch. It's fouled back out of play. Shamsky back to first base. We'll do it all over again. Got a good crowd here in spite of the fact that had heavy rain prior to the ball game. Braves have drawn 335,242 in 23 dates here for an average of 14,576. Once again, Shamsky running and the pitch hit hard down to Sofeta and he has the play and the fact that he was behind the runner Gave him a chance to field that ball. Every tires aside as he goes to the bag unassisted. No runs, one hit, no errors. The man left at first. And the score in the middle of the sixth inning. Atlanta two, New York Mets one. To clear the prop. Saratoga Unicom, that's up 5-1-2 like to see the Mets play in person this year? Transportation a problem? Call Richmore Aviation. We'll take five people to New York and back again for only $30 per person. On such a baseball excursion, Richmore can also get your party game tickets and arrange ground transportation to and from Shea Stadium. Flying time from the Saratoga County Airport is only 50 minutes. Think about it. You can leave Saratoga at noon, 
see the Mets play a game and be home in time for dinner. Let Richmore Aviation show you an enjoyable afternoon with the world champion New York Mets. If you're a Yankee fan, well, we can arrange that too. We also have special three-person trips. Call Richmore Aviation today. In Saratoga, phone 885-5354. In Glens Falls, dial 792-9949. That's 885-5354 in Saratoga. And in Glens Falls, 792-9949. Two legs will lead off. Rico Cardi. Rico batting 432. In this ball game, he has flat out to center field, and he walks in a 3-2 pitch. Led in the ball game with a run in the third. It was tied up by Atlanta with a run in the fourth, and they took the lead in the fifth. Atlanta two runs, three hits off Tom Seaver. The Mets have had one run and five hits off Bat Jarvis. Cardi, a right-hand batter, cocks a bat, and then just waits. And the first pitch is high for a ball. Seaver has struck out two in the ball game. He started with 114 strikeouts, so he leads the major leagues with 116. 1-0 pitch, fastball high and inside, ball two. Two at all. After Rico Cardi, Orlando Cepeda, and Tony Gonzalez for Seaver here in the sixth inning. Tom has walked three. And the next pitch is hit down the right field line, far enough but foul. Seaver had the fastball by him inside, and Cardi so strong that he still got the bat around to drive the ball far enough to be a home run, but it was fouled by about 30 feet. High inside fastball. Cardi has had 73 base hits in 48 ball games. Now the two strike pitches drilled to right. This might be it. It's going, going. It is gone. with a long home run to right field his 15th of the year that is his 74th base hit his 46th run batted in and Atlanta leads by score 3-1 and the batter coming up is Orlando Cepeda who drove in the first run back in the fourth and the first pitch is high and away it's ball one one thing about Cardi he is so strong that he can hit the ball out of the ballpark anywhere he has never hit a lot of home runs he's just finding out how to hit Next pitch is in for a call strike. It's one ball and one strike. Cepeda one for two in this game. He singled the center field off a curveball to drive in the first run to tie it up in the fourth. Curveball back, and Cepeda has a hard swing and misses. They count at one ball and two strikes. Cardi had a 22 home run season in Milwaukee for his highest total for home runs in his career. Now has 15 so far this year. Here's the 1-2 pitch to Cepeda. 
Ground out to four. He moves over near the foul line to field the ball. Good play. It's sort of first base in time for the out. One away in the bottom of the sixth inning, and the batter is Tony Gonzalez. Cepeda batting at 318 with 11 home runs and 34 runs batted in before the out. And now Tony Gonzalez coming up. He's hitting at 245 with three home runs and 22 runs batted in. Atlanta leading by a score of 3-1. to one. Gonzalez, a left-hand batter. He struck out his first time up, was walking intentionally his next time up. Slow changeup, grounded slowly out to the first baseman, Art Shamsky. He fields the ball and tosses the receiver, covering at first base, and Gonzalez is out. That'll bring up Cleve Boyer, who is 0 for 2. Boyer hitting 212 for the year with six home runs and 24 runs batted in. He has flat out to center and flat out to left. And Seaver's first pitch. Slider over the outside corner just above the knees. A perfect pitch for a strike. And the one strike pitch, a fastball looked at strike two. Home run given up by Seaver, the tenth he has allowed this year in 13 ball games. The two strike pitch. Slow curveball that is low and it's one and two. One ball, two strikes. Seaver, one time signed by Atlanta illegally, has a 10 and 2 lifetime record against the Braves. And he bounces a changeup way out in front of the plate and the count two and two. Seaver did not want. Boyer to hit the change. He wanted to show it to him, and he bounced the ball in front of the plate. Now at 2-2, he comes back, and the pitcher swung on a miss, and Seaver gets his third strikeout on the slider, and it retires aside. In the inning, one run on the home run by Rico Cardi, one hit, no errors, and no one left on base, and the score at the end of six. Atlanta three, the New York Mets one. Cool buys mean cool savings right now through Saturday. Here's a Father's Day suggestion from Mr. Jack's 425 Broadway in Saratoga Springs. For Dad, Mr. Jack suggests a gift box of Van Heusen shirts from $5. Choose from the complete line of Van Heusen beautifully tailored shirts, such as the Van Heusen 417. Classic stripes in Dad's favorite contemporary colors. Solid colors with the new collar styles that accommodate new wider ties. Or for true elegance, the Hampshire House by Van Heusen in short or long sleeves. Mr. Jack says, think checks, think fashion. Give Dad a princely Batiste by Van Heusen, featuring permanently pressed vano press with the new fashionable Baron collar. And if Dad is more the sports shirt minded, look at the princely sports shirt line by Van Heusen in a wide assortment of brilliant colors. See the complete line of Van Heusen shirts at Mr. Jack's, 425 Broadway in Saratoga Springs, open Friday nights till 9 p.m. Going to the top of the 731 Atlanta, and we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is WYZ. This is your New York Mets Baseball Station in Saratoga Springs, New York. WKAJ FM 102.3 on your dial. 
Bob Kiner, along with Lindsey Nelson and Bob Murphy from Atlanta, Georgia. And the Mets coming up here in the top of the seventh inning, trailing by two. First batter will be Ron Svoboda. He'll be followed by Joe Foy and then Jerry Grody. Tom Seaver, the pitcher, would be the fourth hitter, and the Mets, in case they have to go to a pinch hitter, have Jerry Kuzman warming up in the bullpen. Atlanta, three runs, four hits, two errors. The Mets have one run. They made five hits and one error. Pat Jarvis with a record of five and three on the mound, and the first pitch to Ron Swoboda is in for call strike. Jarvis struck out Ron Swoboda on three pitches his last time up. Ron is 0 for 2 in the game. Here's the final score. The Dodgers beat Pittsburgh 5-0. Pat Osteen picking up his eighth win. He's lost four. He pitched a six-hitter. Steve Glass, the loser, now with a record of 2-8. and eight. No home runs in the ballgame. One strike pitches outside. It's 1-1. One and one. At the end of six, Houston on a grand slam home run by Doug Rader. His 11th home run of the season. Leading 4-0 after six. McGinn started. He's out. Steve Rinko is in. Tom Griffin making his first start since he was knocked out of the box by the Mets. Pitching for Houston. Next pitch to Svoboda's outside and low. It's ball two. Two and one. Griffin was leading in the ball game when he was hit by a batted ball from the batter Jerry Grody on the pitching elbow. Lost a chance to pick up a win. He has a record of one and six. The 2-1 pitch to Ron. Swung on a miss, two and two. And Jarvis went right to his knees after making the pitch. Ron's batting 259 for this year with three home runs and 21 runs batted in. And Jarvis at 2-2. Pitcher swung on and missed, and Sabota struck out for the second time in the ball game. That is the third strikeout for Jarvis, and it brings up Joe Ford. Boy is 0 for 2. Batting at 203 with two home runs and 15 runs batted in. Braves leading 3 to 1. Picking up runs in the 4th, 5th, and 6th innings after the Mets had a 1 0 lead in the 3rd. And Jarvis, a right hander, back to Joe Foy. The pitch is swung on and missed, and Jarvis again falls down to the ground. About the fourth time he has fallen down to his knees after making a pitch. He's getting worse than Jim Bunning. Bunning used to have to catch himself every time with his glove to keep from falling down when he would pitch. The one strike pitch, slider that is outside, it's one and one. And the obvious is, Lindsay, why don't you bunt on it? Yeah, and Boswell tried it one time. He threw Jarvis him out. Is, Jarvis is going to need knee pads, though, if he continues that follow-through. One ball, one strike. And a hard swing, and Jarvis again falls down after making the pitch. One ball and two strikes. When he follows through, he has pushed off so hard from the pitching rubber that he spins off his front foot and then goes down to his knees almost directly over toward the first base side of the pitching mound. Here's the windup and one-two pitch to Foy. 
And he goes down to his knees again, and the pitch is rolled outside, two and two. He's really trying to throw hard, doesn't he? I think he is. You know, Boswell got a tough break when he tried to bunt on him because it's one of the few change-ups he's thrown. He bunted the change-up, and he didn't follow through, so he threw him out. That's right. That took place back in the fourth inning. Two balls, two strikes. And the pitch. And it's in there for a call, strike three. Boy, started the swing at a slider and then took it, and it was strike three. Four strikeout for Pat Jarvis. And with two men away, it brings up Jerry Grody. Grody is 0 for 2, batting 154. Mets are trailing by a score of 3 to 1. In the on-deck circle, Dave Marshall, in case Jerry Grody gets on. First pitch is low, and it's ball one. Jerry Kuzman throwing in the bullpen, and the pitcher Tom Seaver do up next. Brody has two home runs, and he has driven in nine so far this year. The 1-0 pitch to the right-hand batter, swung on and missed. One ball, one strike. Jarvis has not walked anybody in this ballgame. He has given up five hits. Two in the first, two in the third, and one in the sixth. Now working with two men out in the seventh. 1-1 one, one pitch is hit foul into the stands, and the count goes to one and two. Braves started their action tonight, six and a half games back of Cincinnati in the Western Division of the National League in second place. The Mets in second place, two and a half games back of Chicago. The Cubs did not play today. One ball, two strikes. And the pitch. Slow and it's two and two. Dodgers won their ball game, so they have a record of 30 and 21. The Braves have won 28 and lost 19. So the Dodgers and Atlanta in a virtual tie for second at this point. The Mets win, the Braves go to third, or the Braves win, they go to second. Now 2 2 to pitch to Grody. Rounded right back to the middle and fielded right near the bag by the shortstop, Gil Garrido, as sort of first base is in time. Ball was not hit hard, and the fact that Pat Jarvis fell down after making the pitch kept him from fielding the ball. And Garrido came over and took the ball near the bag at second base. And the side is retired in order. And the score in the middle of the seventh inning. Atlanta three, New York Mets one. Cole's Furniture, located at 25 West Main Street. Here's an interesting baseball fact presented by Dunkin' Donuts, South Broadway in Saratoga. Tommy Agee star outfielder of the New York Mets was American League Rookie of the Year in 1966 when he batted 273 for the Chicago White Sox. In 1968, he was traded to the Mets. Here's a donut fact. Dunkin' Donuts guarantees its coffee fresh because they brew it every 18 minutes at Dunkin' Donuts, 203 South Broadway in Saratoga Springs.
Here's a listening reminder for WKAJ sport fans. Complete summaries of sports are heard three times daily on WKAJ Radio. An early morning summary with scores from the previous night games is heard at 7.45. A midday summary is heard right after our noontime expanded news at 12.15. And Larry Farnell reports on worldwide sports and local and area sports events every weekday, Monday through Friday at 4.30. Ball scores are aired winners on WKAJ Radio. And we'll be pitching to Bob Tillman, Pat Jarvis, and Gil Garrido. Atlanta leading 3-1 to one on runs picked up in the 4th, 5th, and 6th innings. And the first pitch by Severs hit out to the second baseman, Ken Boswell. He fields the ball and throws the first base to Shamsky, one away. That'll bring up Pat Jarvis. Pat is 0 for 2 in this game. He has been up 31 times with two base hits. Jarvis, a right-hand batter. He has scored a run. A walk to Bob Tillman in the fifth inning. Set it up for Atlanta to score the go-ahead run in the ball game. First pitch is in for a call strike. Jarvis tried to bunt him down to second base, but didn't. And Jarvis exchanged at first base with Tillman as the Mets got the runner for the force play at second. Next pitch is strike two. Joe Garrido then singled to right field to put Jarvis at second base. Felix Meon hit into a force play. Jarvis moving to third. Now a swing and a miss and strike three, and that's Seaver's third strikeout in the ball game. Then Jarvis scored on a pass ball charged to Jerry Grody when there was evidently a mix-up on the signs, and a fastball glanced off his glove and rolled back to the screen. And that gave Atlanta a 2-1 lead. The Mets then saw another run chalked up against them as Rico Cardi hit a home run in the sixth inning. And now with two men away, the batter will be Gil Garrido. And the first pitch to Garrido, who singled his last time up to extend his inning streak to nine straight games, is high for a ball. Seaver back, and the pitch is ball two. Tonight's Atlanta Stadium takes attendance 19,809. Chuck McGraw is now throwing in the bullpen for the New York Mets. Plus 1,655 good neighbor guests for a grand total of 41,464. And a two-hole, the pitch by Seaver. Blowing away in ball three. On deck batter is Felix Meon. Paid attendance here tonight, 19,809. And this game was delayed 42 minutes because of rain. Now a pitch low and it's ball four, and Seaver has walked Gil Garrido on four pitches. That is Tom's fourth walk in the ball game. He has struck out four. And it brings up Felix Meon, who has one hit and three times up. Meon, a right-hand batter. Batting at 296. Joe Garrido walking, keeping his average at 333. Meon, a right-hand batter that chokes up in the bat, and the first pitch is punched out to right field. It'll be a base hit. 
Ron Svoboda comes in to field the ball on one hop. He fires over to Bud Harrelson in the cutoff position. And Garrido holds it second, and that brings up Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron. is 0 for 3 in the game and he was struck out in the 3-2 pitches last time up. Aaron was a batter when the fast ball got away from Jerry Grody in the fifth inning that saw the Braves take the lead 2-0. 2-1. Dorito back easily. Hits are all even at five apiece as the Braves lead three to one. They have runners at first and second with two men out here in the bottom of the seventh inning. And the first pitch to Hank Aaron. Curveball over a call strike. Aaron hitting 318 for the year with 17 home runs and 47 runs batted in. He has a lifetime total of 571 home runs. Next pitch is a fastball outside, just off the plate about bell high. One ball and one strike. Hank Aaron, before this year in his 17 home runs, had 404 of his home runs off right hand, but seen 150 off left hand. The 1-1 pitch is grounded out to the shortstop, Bud Harrelson. He fields the ball, throws over to Boswell, covering it second for the out that retires aside. In the inning, no runs. One hit, no errors, a walk, and two men left on. And the score, at the end of seven, the Atlanta Braves three, the New York Mets one. Remember when you were a kid and how you hated to wait? And now sometimes you can't afford to wait, especially if you want to get back to work. McDonald's understands. When you step up to our counter and order a Big Mac, Coke, and French fries, you get them in a hurry. At McDonald's, we can serve a complete dinner for four in about 30 seconds. So whenever you want to save time, give McDonald's fast service a try. McDonald's is your kind of place. Feeling tired, depressed, at low ebb, what you need is a free, genuine Ronald McDonald plastic happy cup. It's McDonald's way of showing their appreciation to you loyal members of the Ronald McDonald fan club. Use your Ronald McDonald cup to make your spirits or McDonald's soft drinks soft. Or just stare at your free, genuine, plastic Ronald McDonald Happy Cup and be proud that you're part of all the things it stands for. Your kind of Happy Cup is waiting for you free with the purchase of any 16-ounce Coke, orange, or root beer at McDonald's, your kind of place. Well, we're going to the top of the eighth inning, and here for the play-by-play, Lindsey Nelson. Thank you very much, Ralph Cannon. Hello again, everybody. A pinch hitter coming up for Tom Seaver. It's Dave Marshall, a left-hand batter. He's 15 for 45, batting 333. He's had two home runs and 12 runs batted in. He's been hobbled by a full groin muscle of late. Pat Jarvis into the motion. Here's the pitch swung on and popped up to the left side. In short left field, Gil Garrido, the shortstop, is there, and he makes the catch. So there's one away, and that'll bring up Tommy Agee. So Seaver's out of the ball game, and Chuck McGraw continues to throw down in the bullpen. On Seaver, he went seven innings, gave up three runs on five hits, struck out four, and walked for one of them intentionally. 
through the first seven innings of this ballgame. The Atlanta Braves, three runs, five hits, two errors. And the New York Mets, one run, five hits, and one error. Agee's up. He's one for three. He scored the Met run in the third inning. Single stole second and was singled home by Bud Harrelson. Had Jarvis into the motion. Pitch to the right-hand batter. Swung out and missed. It's strike one. Well, this time Jarvis on the follow-through didn't go all the way around. He managed to right himself by catching his spikes just over where the mound comes into the grass portion of the infield. Way off to the first base side, but went stumbling around. Again, the pitch. Swung on and foul back. It's out of play. So it's two strikes to A.G. Bud Harrelson's waiting on deck. After the ball game tonight, the New York Mets will be moving on to Cincinnati. And tomorrow night, they open up a three-game weekend series against the Western Division leaders, the Cincinnati Reds. Jarvis with a two-strike delivery. It's a fastball outside, so it's one and two now to Agee. Started to go and laid off at the last second. Now again, Jarvis bends forward to take the sign. And this is his one-two delivery. Swung on, hit on the ground to short. Charged by Garrido. Up for the plays across the Cepeda in time to get Agee. He was checking on the swing and just sort of dribbled it out to short. Bud Harrison is two for three here tonight. He has stolen the base and driven in a run as well. The Mets scored first in this ballgame in the top of the third. Atlanta tied it in the fourth, went ahead in the fifth, and added another in the sixth. Outfielder Mike Lum is loosening up his arm in the Atlanta bullpen. The pitch to Harrelson is high for a ball. Now the 1-0 delivery. And it's in there for a call strike. One and one. There's nobody on base. Two men are out. The Mets are batting here in the top half of the eighth inning. Jarvis with the 1-1 pitch. Swung on and fouled off. Count goes to one and two. These Atlanta Braves will be at Shea Stadium in New York next Friday night. That's June 12th. They're in for a weekend series, followed by the Cincinnati Reds and then the Philadelphia Phillies on the next homestand. The 1-2 pitch, swung on and foul back, it's out of play. The Mets come back to Atlanta on August 14th. They're in here for a weekend series on Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday afternoon. The game scheduled last night and rained out will have to be rescheduled. Here's a 1-2 pitch. Swung on and fouled off. The count holds at 1-2. and two. The Mets had two hits off 
Pat Jarvis in the very first inning here tonight when they threatened but did not score. They had two men out with one man out, but then Chamsky popped out and Boswell flied to right. Harrelson swings the bat as he waits. Jarvis into the motion with the one-two pitch. Curveball low, and it's two and two. Jarvis with the 2-2 pitch. Swung on and it's foul. Back at third and it's out of play. The trajectory was not high enough to allow Boyer to get over. He made a start. Harrelson wants another bat and gets it. Boyer now returning to his post at third. As we indicated earlier, the latest word from the Mets clubhouse tonight was that Don Clendenin would be rejoining the Mets in Cincinnati on Saturday. And manager Gil Hodges went so far as to say he might even play on Saturday. Cincinnati Reds on that day will be pitching a left-hander, Jim Merritt. Here's a 2-2 pitch. Swung on, foul back into the seats and out of play. Count holds it 2-2. Nobody on base. The Atlanta Braves three and the New York Mets one in the top half of the eighth inning. The 2-2 offering. Swung on. Broken back ground ball taken by Cepeda. Wide of the bag at first. He goes to Jarvis who is up high. And he's on at first. Harrison is. That's a throw over to Jarvis. Had him up in the air and Harrison got to the bag first. It scored as a base hit. For Harrison, his third base hit of the night. That bat splintered all the way out past the mound. It was a ground ball that might have been fielded by second baseman Felix Neon, but Cepeda went wide to his right. Came up with it, had to play to Jarvis, who was sprinting for the bag at first. The throw was high, and when Harrison got to the bag, Jarvis was in the air over the bag. So it is a base hit. With two men out, the Mets have a base runner. They have their sixth hit of the ball game. And Cleon Jones is up. Cleon is one for three here tonight. Well, that's using the bat the right way. Jarvis had to jump over the head of that bat that was out there by the pitcher's mound, and he almost got hit by it. Cleon got his base hit to the right side in the first inning. He struck out in the third and grounded out pitcher to first in the sixth inning. Jarvis kicks at the rubber a couple of times out there now. Jones is tying run at the plate. The Mets batting here in the top half of the eighth inning. Jones, the number three man in the batting order. Here's the pitch. And it's in there for a tall strike to Cleon Jones. All right, Chamsky's on deck. Fred Wilhelm's up and throwing in the Atlanta bullpen. Old Sarge is loosening up. Harrelson takes his lead at first. Had a stolen base in the third inning tonight and went all the way to third when... Bob Tillman's throw went out in the short center field. Here is a pitch that's low. It's one and one to Cleon Jones. The Atlanta Braves, three runs, five hits. The New York Mets, one run, six hits. Now the one-one delivery. 
swung on and hit in the air to right field down the line. Beyond is coming over. He's in foul territory racing and he can't get to it. It's out of play. Foul ball off the line down and right. Henry Aaron was sprinting and he couldn't get to it. The hand is for me on for the effort. Jones comes back with a count of one and two. Harrelson was all the way to third base, so he's cutting across coming back. Two men out. Harrelson's back at first now. Leon Jones steps in with a count of one ball and two strikes. Uh, Jarvis leans forward, hands on his knees, taking the sign. He sets up now, checks the runner over his left shoulder. The one-two pitch. Swung on and hit in the air, deep to right field. If it stays fair, it's way back there, but it is a foul ball. A foul ball down at the foul pole and right that went over the low wire fence and on beyond it down there. So, Cleon Jones. Barely missed a home run shot that would have tied the score here. He is coming slowly back to the plate. And Bud Harrison again, who was all the way to third, is cutting across. Wilhelm continues to throw down in the bullpen. Leon comes back. Cleet Boyer comes over for a word with his pitcher, Pat Jarvis. One and two, the count to Cleon Jones. He belted that ball a long way down to the right field corner. Now he's back in. Steps out again. Jarvis has not walked a man in this game tonight. Harrison leads it first. Here's the one-two pitch. Swung on it on the ground to shortstop. Garrido has it. He goes across for the first to me on at second base. And the side is out. So it's no runs, a hit, no errors, and one left. In the middle of the eighth inning, the score is the Braves three and the Mets one. Walton Sports Shop is proud to handle the best possible line of equipment for the fishermen, including the Cortland Pro 444 line. And, of course, handles other top brands like the Orvis Fly Rod. The zing, the toughness, and the feel of bamboo is yours to enjoy in the bat and kill fly rods by Orvis. These bamboo rods are impregnated with a baked light resin clear into the core, making the Orvis bamboo rod the toughest rod a man can own. And you can choose from eight different rods. For delicate presentation of tiny flies and nymphs to trout, for all-purpose, all-around fly rotting, for big water steelheading, salmon fishing, saltwater bone fishing, or for bass bugging specialists. Remember, at Walton's, we always carry a complete line of fishing equipment. That's Walton Sports Shop, Lake Avenue in Saratoga, where sportsmen cater to sportsmen. The New York Mets left-hander, Tug McGraw. He's in to make his 17th appearance of this season. He has a record of one win and two losses. He got his one win the last time out when he worked three innings against the Houston Astros. Give up no runs and one hit, and the Mets won it by a score of four to three. So McGraw is on in relief. Seaver worked seven innings. He gave up three runs on five hits. Seaver struck out four, and he walked four, one of them intentionally. He gave up one home run. It was a leadoff over to Rico Cardi in the sixth inning. 
Now Rico Cardi will be facing Craig McGraw here in the bottom half of the eighth inning. McGraw has an earned run average of 4.13. He has pitched 24 and one-third innings in relief this year. He's been credited with five saves. Rico Cardi's batting average right now stands at 437. He's one for two here tonight. Facing the left-handed Tug McGraw, who uses a screwball effectively against the right-hand batters. McGraw's into the motion, and the pitch is low for a ball. Orlando Cepeda is on deck. The Braves lead 3-1. to one. They're batting on the bottom of the eighth inning. That pitch is high. McGraw goes behind 2-0. Lindsay, you think Cardi's hitting well now at 437 last year at this time. He's hitting 462. <laughs> Not as many games, though. There's a 2-0 pitch. And it's in there for a call strike. Well, he started the season with a lifetime major league batting average of 311, which is not bad. He's been plagued with all sorts of physical difficulties during his career. He's had shoulder separations. He missed one complete season with tuberculosis. Here's a pitch low for a ball. It's three and one. Terry Grody flashes a sign out to Tug McGraw. Offers 3-1 to Rico Cardi. Swung on. Hit deep to right. It stays there, but it's going to be a foul ball way back up in the seat. Down in the right field corner. That runs the count full at 3-2. and two. Cal Coates is up and throwing in the Met bullpen now. Right-hander Cal Coates is throwing for the Met. Here's a 3-2 pitch to Cardi. High and away, and Grody is... Claiming that the ball hit his bat, but Billy Williams, the umpire, does not confirm it. It is a walk. We pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. You're listening to New York Mets Baseball on WKAJ-FM 102.3 in Saratoga Springs, New York, the home of the New York Mets. This is Lindsey Nelson with Ralph Steiner and Bob Murphy, and Mike Rum is coming in out a run for Cardi, who's getting a standing ovation here from the Atlanta fans. Mike Lum is running for Rico Cardi at first, and Orlando Cepeda is at the plate. Cepeda is one for three tonight. That was a leadoff walk issued by Tug McGraw to Cardi. Mike Lum takes his lead. McGraw steps off the rubber and throws over to first, not in time. Again, McGraw sets up. Here's a pitch that's in there for a call strike. Overhand breaking pitch served up there by McGraw. Waiting on deck is Tony Gonzalez. Atlanta three, the Mets one in the bottom of the eighth inning. This time McGraw steps off and just bluffs the throw over to first. Breaking pitches on away. The Scroogey is 1-1. Pitchers tomorrow night in Cincinnati will be Jim McLaughlin for the Cincinnati Reds and Nolan Ryan for the New York Mets. 
And on Saturday night, it'll be Jim Merritt going for Cincinnati against Ray Sadecki of the Mets. Sunday, it'll be Wayne Simpson against either Jerry Kuzman or Gary Gentry. 1-1 pitch. In there for a call strike. Breaking pitches, 1-2. and two. Cepeda has a word to say to umpire Billy Williams and takes a walk of about a half a dozen steps. A count of one and two. Total crowd here tonight, 21,464. The paid crowd, 19,809. This is a 1-2 pitch. Check the swing, took it high. It's 2-2. Two, two. Start of the ball game was delayed. 42 minutes because of rain. We have had no further delays once the ball game got underway. Mike Lum leads at first base. There's nobody out. 2-2 pitch. Swung on and foul back to first. Shamsky's coming over, but this is way back and across the low wire fence. Beyond the tarp cylinder. And the count holds at 2-2. They played one year of minor league baseball in this park before the Braves came here from Milwaukee. This will be a 2-2 delivery. Swung on and it is popped up to the left side. Joe Foy at third is calling. He's there, makes the catch. Mike Lum retreats to first. A towering pop to third base. Tony Gonzalez comes up. He's 0 for 2 and an intentional walk. The year that they played minor league baseball here, they had not yet installed the low wire fences on either side from the corner of the dugout down to the corner of the bullpen bench that cuts off a portion now used for the bullpen. So that added, uh, oh, about 30 feet that a fella could chase a foul ball. And uh, they had some instances where three or four were popped up in an inning. An infielder would get back and he'd hardly be able to move off of a dive. And no wonder, he was out of breath. Mike Lum leads at first base. One man out, left hand by the Tony Gonzalez is up. That pitch is fired outside for a ball. Cleet Boyer's on deck. Atlanta's leading by a score of three to one, and they're batting in the bottom half of the eighth inning. Here's a swing and a foul ball back off the screen and out of play. It's one and one. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 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 three, four, Atlanta had been named as the alternate site for this year's All-Star Game in the event that the Cincinnati ballpark was not ready. However, the management of the Cincinnati Ball Club has confirmed to Commissioner Bowie Kuhn that the park will be ready on July 14th for the Major League All-Star Game. Here's a pitch high, and it's 3-1. and one. That means Atlanta will have to wait at least two more years because next year it'll be held in an American League park, the All-Star Game. Lum takes his lead. This will be a 3-1 pitch to Gonzalez, and it's high and tight. It's a walk. 
So Lum goes to second, Gonzalez goes to first, and Cleve Boyer's coming up. There's one man out. It's the second walk issued in this inning by Tug McGraw. Boyer flied to center, flied to left, and struck out swinging. Runners lead at first and second. McGraw deals. Swinging a, swinging a foul ball. It's off and out of play. Strike one. Bob Tillman has moved up on deck. One, two, three. Mike Lum is the runner at second and Tony Gonzalez at first. And the pitch. Swung on and foul back. It's out of play. Count is two strikes. Dave Boya swings the bat, waiting. Ross pitch. Swung on and fouled off. Screwball. Count holds at two strikes. Ben Boyer measures his stance. Runners lead at first and second. McGraw's pitch. Swung on and popped up foul back of first. Shansky again coming over and he cannot get to it. It falls in the warning track in front of the dugout. But it's a long way to the warning track in front of the dugout. And the count holds at two strikes. Atlanta three, the Mets one, bottom of the eighth inning. The pitch, low and away. It's one and two. Again, McGraw sets and checks. One, two pitch. Check swing foul ball to the right side out of play. So the count continues, one at two. Three Boyer never did decide whether he was going to pull the trigger or not, and the ball just clicked off the bat as he had it caught. One and two. be a one-two delivery. Hit in the air to left field and Cleon George is there and he reaches up and pulls it down. Runners hold. Two men are out. That'll bring up Bob Tillman. Jones moved only about one step. 
Sherman has lined the third. A circus catch made down there by Joe Foy in the third inning. Sherman walked in the fifth and he grounded out second to first in the seventh inning. If you want to look ahead to the ninth inning, the Mets are scheduled to send up Art Shamsky, Ken Boswell, and Ron Swoboda. Mike Lum is the Braves runner at second. Tony Gonzalez is at first. I'm tired of waiting, Bob Tillman backs out of the batter's box. Pitches in for a call strike as McGraw brought it in overhand. Pitcher Pat Jarvis with the jacket on has moved out on deck. Breaking pitch, dribbled out toward the mound. McGraw has it. He goes to Shamsky, and the side is out. So, in the bottom of the eighth, the Braves had no runs, no hits. There were no errors, two walks and two left. The end of eight innings of play, the score is the Braves three and the Mets one. Here's an interesting baseball fact brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts on South Broadway. Mickey Mantle, ex-superstar with the New York Yankees, holds the record for most career strikeouts with 1,709 during his 17 years with the New York Yankees. And here's a donut fact. Dunkin' Donuts makes their donuts fresh every four hours. Stop in and get yours soon at Dunkin' Donuts, 203 South Broadway in Saratoga Springs. WKJ sport fans are reminded that local race results from the Saratoga Night Harness Racing are heard Monday through Saturday nights at approximately 11.30. Hear the complete rundown of all ten races, including the feature race and the daily double, on WKJ's Harness Race Results weeknights at 11.30 when the Mets' schedule permits. On night games, the race results are heard either before or after the ball game, depending on the game time. Harness Results from Saratoga Night Harness Track at 11.30 on WKJ Radio. For the Atlanta Braves, Mike Lum stays in the ballgame in left field. He ran for Rico Cardi in the eighth inning. Pat Jarvis still on the mound. He's been in all the way, and the New York Mets send up Art Shamsky here in the ninth inning. The Mets are trailing by two as the Braves are out front three to one. Shamsky is one for three here tonight. He's hitting 324 for the season. Boswell is on deck. Jarvis with the pitch, and it's low for a ball. The Mets got a run in the third inning. The Braves tied it in the fourth with a single and went ahead in the fifth, added another in the sixth. And that's in for a call strike. It's 1-1. This will be a 1-1 delivery. Swung on and fouled off. It's 1-2. and two. Shamsky standing just outside the batter's box for a moment before moving back in.
Here's the one-two delivery. High and tight. So the count's even at two and two now to Shamsky. The 2-2 pitch is on the way. Swung on and popped up foul back to the plate, and it's going to be out of play back in the stands. The Atlanta Braves scored the go-ahead run in the fifth inning when Pat Jarvis came home from third on a pass ball with Henry Aaron at the plate and two men out. Jarvis stares for the sign, has it now. It's a swing, and it is a base hit down the line. Could be extra bases for Chamsky going into the right field corner. Picked up by the ball boy and played back. The ball boy came off his perch down there and fielded a ball that was in play before Henry Aaron could get to it. And so Shamsky pulls up at second. The ball boy down the thought it was a foul ball, but it wasn't. So he picks one up in play. And Chamsky standing at second base with a double. And the crowd is buzzing, of course. I'll say this for the ball boy. He fielded it rather cleanly. All right, Wilhelm gets up throwing again in the bullpen. As Boswell comes up, he's the tying run at the plate. That ball was slammed down the right field line. A fair ball. If he'd have thrown it to second base, he would have had Shamsky by about 60 feet. Ken Boswell at the plate now. He's gone 0 for 3. Here's a swing and a foul ball. Henry Aaron, the right fielder, of course, was hustling over to play that ball, which would have probably been a ricochet off the corner down there somewhere. But it was cut off of the ball boy long before Aaron got to it. Strike one now to Boswell at the plate. Pitch misses outside. It's one and one. Ron Swoboda is on deck. The New York Mets now have seven hits in this game. Braves have five, but the Braves are leading it three to one. A Mets are batting in the ninth inning with nobody out in the runner at second. Jarvis checks Shamsky at second. The 1-1 delivery. Swung on and foul back off the screen. One ball and two strikes. The Houston Astros have shut out the Montreal Expos by a score of 8 to nothing. Montreal's losing streak has been extended to 11 consecutive games. Tom Griffin, the winner, his second win. Danny McGinn, the loser, he's 3-5. and five. Doug Rader and Joe Pepitone had homers for Houston, number 11 for each of them. The Dodgers shut out the Pittsburgh Pirates tonight, 5 nothing. As Claude Osteen got his eighth win, Steve Blass took his eighth loss. Now the pitch to Boswell. Change of pace. Low, and it's two and two. Ron Swoboda waiting there on deck. Swoboda has gone 0 for 3 tonight and struck out twice. This will be a 2-2 pitch now to Boswell. Fired inside low, and the count is out full at three and two. 
Jarvis now goes to the back side of the mound, hands on hips, turns his back to the plate a moment, stares to the outfield, and now comes back up, throws the rubber, bends forward to take the side for a payoff pitch. Jamski leads it second, Jarvis checks it. Pitch is on the way, and it's swung on and missed strike three. Check him out. Strikeout number five for Pat Jarvis. Orlando Cepedo, the first baseman, comes up for a word with Jarvis now. So with Svoboda coming up now, Lumen Harris, the manager of the Atlanta Braves, is going to the mound. He had sent Cepeda out there. Bob Tillman, the catcher, is out there. Svoboda is scheduled up for the Mets, followed by Joe Foy. So Lumen Harris is now arriving at the mound. Hoyt Wilhelm is in the bullpen. The Braves are leading the Mets by a score of 3-1 to one in the top half of the ninth inning. Harris talking to Jarvis. Umpire Billy Williams joins the conclave, and Cepeda now comes off head for his post, and Pat Jarvis is going to stay in the ball again. Lumen Harris goes back to the dugout. Jarvis will stay in. Swoboda grounded out second to first in the second inning. He struck out swinging in the fourth and struck out swinging in the seventh. He's in and waiting now as Jarvis again looks for a sign from Bob Tillman. Here's the pitch. And it's fired low for ball one. Joe Foy loosening up in the on-deck circle. One man out and a runner at second. Shamsky checks his lead, lengthens it out a little bit at second base. His pitch is low and away. Jarvis goes behind to Swoboda 2-0. Bond steps back. Now moves back in. Pounds the plate one time with the bat. Here's a 2-0 delivery. It's in there for a call strike. It's 2-1. And again, Jarvis went to his knees on the first base side of the mound on the follow-through. Two balls and one strike to Swoboda. Jarvis up and set. Offers 2-1. Swung on, hit on the ground to Cepeda at first. He goes to Jarvis covering in time. Two away. Shamsky moves to third on the infield out. A ground ball to Orlando Cepeda, who played it cleanly to Pat Jarvis, covering it first. So now the Mets are down to their last out of the ball game, and it's Joe Foy tying run at the plate here on the top of the ninth. Atlanta leading by a score of 3-1. to one. Joe Foy flied to left, grounded out second to first, and was called out on strikes. Jarvis came into the game with a record of five wins and three losses. He worked straight away. Here's a swing and a high pop to the right side. Orlando Cepeda and Felix Mion are there. Mion moves up and makes the catch. And the ball game is over. As the Atlanta Braves have won this one tonight by a score of 3-1. to one. 
to sweep the two-game series from the New York Mets. In the ninth inning, no runs, a hit, no errors, and one left. We'll be back in a moment with the final summary and totals. Right now, the final score of the game is Atlanta 3, the Mets 1. The all-new 1970 New York Mets yearbook is now on sale. And once you see this year's official yearbook, you'll agree this is the biggest, the best, the most colorful ever. 64 pages, more than 250 photographs, including 28 pages of photos in color. Pick up your copy the next time you're at Shea. Or if you like, order your copy today by mail. Send $1 in cash, check, or money order to Mets Yearbook, Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York, 11368. When you receive your copy, you'll find the centerfold is a handsome two-page picture in full color of the world champion New York Mets, suitable for framing. You'll also find career records of every Met player, a section devoted to the All-Star Game, and a four-page World Series section. All this and more is yours in baseball's number one buy, the all-new 1970 New York Mets yearbook. To order your copy by mail, simply send $1 cash, check, or money order to Mets Yearbook, Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York, 11368. And be sure to include your name and address. Here in Atlanta, Georgia, the Braves have defeated the Mets by a score of 3-1. to one, And to tell you something of how they did it, here's Ralph Kiner. All right, Lindsey Nelson. Well, the Mets got the early lead when they scored a run in the third. Uh, single by Tommy Agee with one out. He stole second base, and Bud Harrelson singled through the middle to drive him in. That put the Mets in front one nothing. The Atlanta Braves tied it up in the fourth inning. One after retiring his first ten batters, Felix Mion got a single off Tom Seaver. He went to second on a wild pitch and scored on a base hit by Orlando Cepeda to center field. That made it a 1-1 ball game, and then in the fifth inning... The Atlanta Braves got their second run and what proved to be the winning run in the ballgame. Bob Tillman led off the inning and walked in four pitches. The next batter, Pat Jarvis, tried to bunt him down to second base but couldn't, and Tillman was thrown out at second base with Pat Jarvis taking first. Joe Garrido then singled to right field, and on the play, Jarvis went down to second base. Felix Meon hit into a force play with Jarvis moving over to third and leaving runners at first and third. Then with the count of two balls and two strikes on Hank Aaron, batting with two men out, Tom Seaver threw what looked to be a called strike three. Seaver was off toward the dugout, and so was Jerry Grody, but it was called a ball. And then on the next pitch, a wild pitch, actually a pass ball, scored a run, and it made it a 2-1 ball game. Rico Cardi put some icing on the cake with a home run to right field in the sixth inning, and that's the way the scoring went in the ball game. We'll be back with more about the Mets in just one moment. This is T.W. Parker. Forests and shores are exceptionally inviting, and millions of New Yorkers are on the road to enjoy them. One unfortunate practice, however, mars this beauty. I refer to this thoughtless and illegal practice not only produces eyesores, but can create health hazards and traffic accidents. It costs the state of New York approximately $2.5 million a year to pick up after highway litter bugs. This money could better be used to improve our roads and roadsides. Don't add to this toll. While traveling, use a car litter bag or save your trash for deposit in receptacles at highway rest areas or other locations. You'll be doing a lot to make our state more enjoyable for everyone. Pat Jarvis was a winning pitcher, and his record now stands at 6-3. and three. He went all the way. 
And the losing pitch in the ballgame was Tom Seaver. His record now 7-5. and five. Tom went seven innings, gave up three runs, two of them earned. He allowed five base hits, struck out four, and walked four. Doug McGraw finished up for the Mets, working one inning, giving up no runs and no hits. 19,809 saw the Braves win the second game of this two-game series. They won the first game 4-1, to one, so they have swept the two-game series against the New York Mets. The game was held up 42 minutes because of rain at the start. And the line score of the ball game, the Mets losing 3-1. to one. The Braves three runs, five hits, two errors, eight men left on base. And the Mets one run, seven hits, one error, and six men left on.